I am Marsha Smalling, and welcome to my podcast, Powered Moments. Purpose to elevate, educate, and empower you to live out loud in your personal and professional lives. Stay connected and get powered up. there be anything more liberating than combating limiting beliefs, fear, uncertainty, and procrastination with courage, commitment, and a just-do-it attitude? Can there be anything more fulfilling, more rewarding, more satisfying than finding that little oomph to pursue your passion, purpose, and those things that truly make you happy? Those things that truly matter, those moments that allow you to discover and radiate your light. Guys, you are listening to episode one of my podcast, Powered Moments. It's one of those moments, you know, when you clench your fist and teeth and say, yes, this is it. Trust me, it is nothing short of a joie de vivre moment. It's a moment of purpose, a moment of service, a moment of light. I've finally taken my own advice and have made the leap. Everything is not perfect. Everything is far from being perfect. But I hold true to my belief that as long as we have clarity of vision, we should just find the courage and determination to start the journey with the commitment, of course, that we will remain focused, destroy distractions, extinguish those excuses, and consistently put in the hard work to achieve our ultimate goals and increase our productivity. Things do not have to be perfect for our ideas to be progressive. What we must have is a powered mindset. The mindset that acknowledges there will be failures, mistakes, delays, and disappointments along the way. But we will pivot, reposition, and power through to the end. Well, you know what? If I were in your position, I definitely want to gain some insight about this venture and what's in it for me and other listeners. And so for the remainder of this podcast, I will be doing a few things. I'll delve into the W's of this podcast, you know, the why, the what, the when, the where, and the who. And I'll be sharing with you one of my own powered moments, you know, one that gives me the impetus to thrive each day. One that reminds me that things can and will get tough at times, but with a powered mindset, the right support system, a strong connection with God, a high level of self-efficacy, you know, just believing in yourself, just believing in your own abilities to surmount those challenges and achieve excellent outcomes. This tells me that we'll not just survive, but thrive, and that will flourish. And of course, I'll encourage you to share the love. 
by subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. So let's get on with it. Accumulatively, I would have gained a wealth of experience in my academic, professional, and personal pursuits and would have cultivated habits of excellence along the way. Having served as an educator for over 20 years, yes, I'm getting up there in age. I actually have students um, who I taught in primary prep school who are now serving as teachers, doctors, lawyers, real estate professionals, farmers, police officers, entrepreneurs, you name it, and I'm absolutely proud. Having lived a life of service through Cirque K, Kiwanis, and specifically the Kiwanis Club of Santa Cruz. You know, I always have to big up my foundation. The Jamaica Teachers Association and other professional bodies, my church, dabbling in a bit of politics, serving on various boards, and leading a number of community outreach and youth development initiatives. Having survived a number of value moments, you know, performing below par in high school, facing multiple job rejections in my quest of becoming a principal, self-contempt, yes, it, it happens to the best of us, depression, and being diagnosed with a chronic illness that from time to time tries to intercept my light <laughs> from radiating my space, yes. But guess what? My experiences, my special skills, talents, and other accolades would amount to zero, not if they were not used to uplift others. This provides the fundamental answer to the why of my podcast. It's another avenue through which I will drive my God-given purpose, that of igniting hopes, dreams, and possibilities for all. The podcast, um, I must tell you, is as a result of a personal entanglement with my first book, soon to be published, Powered Up, Leveraging Six Pillars to Live Out Loud. The book highlights attitudes of excellence and suggested strategies how they can be cultivated. It shares moments of triumphing over trials. It depicts moments of unfathomable strength, courage, and resilience. It highlights moments when persons would have done what others said were impossible. It showcases moments when persons found the courage to choose happiness, joy, and peace of mind. It provides teachable moments of how one can transform their value moments into moments of value and their sad stories into stories of survival, strength, and success. It is a great guide for unleashing our personal power and, of course, prepare us to ace our space. A slogan, of course, coined by Nicola Edwards, one of my outstanding team members at Glenmuir. The podcast will be highlighting the powered moments of my specially selected guests who will be intentional about elevating, educating, and empowering all listeners. 
if you listen in the background, you'll hear the dogs. And I tried so hard to record this podcast at the moment when they would be asleep and the place would be extremely quiet. But as I said, it's not the perfect um, situation. I just can't seem to find the perfect situation and I will not seek for things to become perfect before I start. So you can imagine, of course, that as an educator, I will be conversing with exemplary students and educators from various institutions, cultures, and continents. I'll engage thought leaders in various fields, personal branding, marketing, diversity and inclusion, change management, healthcare, self-care, you name it. If you want to level up, if you want to differentiate yourself in your industry, whether it's leadership, ministry, education and training, service excellence, if you want to cultivate habits of excellence, if you want that little push to pursue a goal you've had on hold for a while, if you want to transform self-contempt into self-appreciation, if you want to develop your authenticity without fear, if you want to ace your space, if you want to become a standout student leader, if you want to live out loud, if you want to join the mission of elevating, educating, and empowering others by sharing your powered moments, then this podcast, this safe space is for you. As promised, I will now share with you one of my powered moments, one of the several that I've had, which by part involves sharing my vulnerabilities, a habit which has proven to be one of my greatest strengths. For those persons who know me very well know that I love books, I love studying, or should I say loved? <laughs> I'm happy I am not forced at this time to, to study, but instead volunteering to just read and participate in continuous job embedded strategic professional and personal development sessions so that I can remain relevant in my field. So after graduating college, I was quick out of the blocks to start my bachelor's degree. At that time, I remember to say you have a diploma was not cutting it at all. My plan was to complete my doctorate by age 33 years. I wanted to set myself apart. I wanted to redeem myself having underperformed in high school and I was preparing and positioning myself for principalship. I must admit that initially I had no idea I had to teach for a number of years. I think it is at least three years before being eligible for principalship. I was offered a teaching job at Warminster All Age, now Warminster Primary, located in deep rural St. Elizabeth. Still my most meaningful, most impactful teaching experience because I still believe that those students, those parents, that community needed me the most. 
I was also accepted to pursue my bachelor's degree at Northern Caribbean University, NCU. However, because of the dynamics of the education system, I knew I had to juggle both major tasks as I probably would have to wait for some years to become eligible for study leave. Remember I mentioned earlier that I wanted to earn my terminal degree by a particular age. The task was very difficult, but it was possible and I was prepared and ready. I was powered up. I was having the time of my life pushing to maintain excellent grades while striving to become a standout professional and person. And then, unexpectedly, out of nowhere, I experienced one of my most haunting, debilitating nightmares. I was diagnosed with a chronic autoimmune illness. I will talk about this journey, this experience in another episode, in, in future episodes. You know, it's dynamics, it's highs, it's lows, it's in-betweens. This diagnosis forced me to adjust my work-study arrangements as it came with unpredicted flares, fatigue, depression, chronic pain, and discomfort. A few of my batchmates from Bethlehem Moravian College were at the time pursuing their degrees at the University of Technology, UTEC, and so they encouraged me to join them. It would have been more convenient and less stressful for me since UTEC offered their courses during the summers. Though I was just a stone's throw away from completing my program at NCU, I opted to transfer my credits to UTEC. In discussions with the team at UTEC, they articulated that the credits were transferable. However, it was not until I started the program that I got further clarification that their policy stipulated I had to pursue at least 85% of their courses. I recall I was eventually exempted from only two courses which meant I had to cover all three summers. I was disappointed. I was distraught, frustrated that I had to start over from scratch. But guess what? Complaining only crushes our spirit and draws us farther away from accomplishing our goals. The journey was made easier with the support of my husband, Robert, my family and friends, especially Marcia and Faith, my roommates and travel partners. When I got to my final summer, I contracted the flu and refused from seeing the doctor because I didn't want to miss my classes nor cut into my study time. Yes, I was that disciplined and glued to my books. I subsequently developed pneumonia and was hospitalized. Oh yes, this was back in 2006, by the way. I tasted and danced with death. I stared death 
in the face. Many thought I would not make it. Many persons encouraged me to give up or to defer my studies to the following year. That was not an option for me. My mindset was to power through to the end. Half of the hospital bed housed my books. I was determined I would complete my program that year. I stayed right there in the hospital and played my part in doing group assignments. My sister Gritty and group members Dacia and Orlean supported me. I didn't ask for pity. I did the best I could. I prayed and believed that God would do the rest. I was discharged from the hospital and I immediately returned to sit my final exams. You can imagine I was still very ill. I had lost a lot of weight. I had lost my appetite and was generally weak. I remember every chain I walked on the campus at UTEC. I had to stop and sit or lean against a wall. Guys, I was on some antibiotics that put me to sleep immediately after taking them. And so I had little time to study. But guess what? I trained my mind to make the best use of the little time that I had. I never complained. I just told myself that, listen, just do your best. Just give off your best. The end is just a stone throw away. Just get to it. My biggest challenge was accounting, that terrible subject. You don't want to miss those classes. It's really difficult to play catch up there. I recall praying and asking God to just reveal to me what the compulsory topic would have been and also two other topics to choose from in section two. I got the dream or some people would say I got the vision, but some of my peers laughed me to scorn. One said to me, Marsha, I bet you had a, a meal late last night and had a nightmare. I paid them no mind. I believed and studied accordingly. Guess what, guys? As I went into that examination room and when I got the paper, just as the topics came in that dream, so they were outlined on that paper. I aced the exams. Despite all the odds, and I consider that not just a powered moment, but a miracle. The struggle was real, but my mental strength spoke boldly. Exams were now behind us and many persons were now focused on graduation. My roommates and I had discussed we would not participate in the graduation ceremony. For me, I had told myself I wouldn't participate unless I had earned a first-class honors degree. With the challenges I had experienced, to be honest, 
I figured I wouldn't have received the required grades. On the day of the graduation, I received a number of messages informing me that my name was not on the graduation list. There's no way I thought. I probably did not make the honors list, but which subject did I fail? I just couldn't think of any. It was almost unfathomable because I knew I had put in enough work to at least pass my subjects. I immediately called my cousin Edia, who was lecturing at Utah at the time, to find out from her what could possibly happen. Quite unbothered as usual, she reassured me that it was probably a mistake. She was correct. A few weeks later, I visited the records office and requested the degree. I stood at the desk and I waited patiently. Eventually, the office clerk pushed the document through a small opening in the window. Guys, the first thing I saw was first class honors. I immediately pushed it back and repeated my name with the attitude that said, Miss, you need to go and do your job properly. Because I just couldn't believe that it was mine. I wasn't expecting it to be honest with you. She took it up, looked at it and asked, Miss, isn't your name Marsha Smalling? Yes, I said embarrassingly. She placed it through the window again and said, The document is yours, ma'am. I took it up in slow motions and sat on the long wooden bench that was in the office to look to see if this was for real. I thanked God. I knew he would have been there for me, but I just did not imagine he was going to show up in such a big way. I thanked him for the people who supported me on the journey, my family and friends. I was under, but God lifted me. I saw death, but God said live and impact the world. They said quit, but God said commend your plans to me and I will establish them. My physical strength waned, but my mental fortitude was powered up and I was able to transform my valley moment into a moment of value. It's experiences like these that keep me going every day. I'm inspired by my own journey, but I'm ready to share it with the world so more lives can be transformed so persons can remove the shades from their flames and allow them to shine brightly. I invite you to connect with me every Wednesday as I continue to drive the mission of elevating, educating, and empowering you to unleash your personal power, your personal potential, and to live out loud in your lives. Thank you so much for connecting with me and I encourage you to share the love by subscribing, sharing, rating and reviewing the podcast. God bless you and stay powered up. Take care.